The following is a presentation of the Wide Open Mic Podcast Network. For information on this and other podcasts, please go to www.wideopenmic.net. Fellas, don't drink that coffee. You'd never guess. There was a fish in the percolator. It's time for 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 the percolator. Percolator. There was a fish. There was a fish. There was a fish in the percolator. There was a fish. There was a fish. There was a fish. Later. Hey everyone! Welcome what back! Firecast with us! Season two, episode four already picked. We got only got under twenty left in this season. <laughs> it seems like it just we just started. I know, I know, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. With me, the great Kevin Pickledoo. Hi. My bestie with the breasties, Miss Kelly. Hey. And of course, <laughs> last but not least, our forty-ish year old virgin, Ooch to the nooch. What's happening, everybody? Man, I can't believe Laura's secret diary, man. We are flying by. It's kind of making me sad, but I keep seeing stuff. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for that to get resolved. I can't wait for that to get resolved. I'm at the point where I don't know what to even expect resolution on, right? That is true. I was going to say, I've been watching it for... 30 years now and I'm like I'm still waiting for it to get resolved <laughs> watching it for 35 years yeah there's a lot I've, I've been watching it for 80 years and um, I'm still okay me and my grandma used to eat Turkish delight and watch the, t- the peaks well I've been watching it since I was 7 years old so <laughs> you've been watching it for like 3 months oh yeah might as well be seven years old. Mentally. Well, let's just break this crap open, man. This uh, Laura's Secret Diary Season 2, Episode 4. Um, hey, and if uh, a couple of weeks ago, I forgot to say something, but one of our listeners uh, hit, hit me up and told me that two of the epi- one of the episodes was doubled up. So I apologize for that. So if you go in there, uh, just go by the number. So it, one of them's out of order. I got to fix that. But uh, we had to do it like the uh, like David Lynch did the first season. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, I think that's what happened was because they didn't <laughs> count the pilot as episode one. So I think when I went to episode when I went to upload like episode five, I, I uploaded our fifth episode, which is technically episode four or something like that. Something stupid like that. So everything's up to date now on the on the website. And, you know, so Gunner podcast. got drunk and screwed up. Got it. <laughs> it's all about continuity, Gun. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. That's why I'm apologizing. But uh, let's get into this episode, man. It was written by Jerry Stahl, Mark Frost, Harley Payton, and Robert Ingalls. Directed by Leslie Todd Holland. 
And Fuge, I know you want to know, one minute and 28 seconds worth of opening credits. Ooh, we shaved two seconds off. Go us. That's because Nadine wasn't in the episode. <laughs> All right, She's man. in the credits, though. Was she? Yeah. Okay, never mind then. I don't know. <laughs> well, let's just jump right into it, man. We opened with the screams of Laura and Leland being interrogated by Harry. He claims he was looking for the guy who killed Laura. He admitted to killing Jacques Renault. Uh, Fuge, after he admits to killing Jacques, uh, they show Doc Hayward. Why is Doc Hayward there? Because uh, they had to put him in a shot. But di- didn't we open with like an extra? Her screaming, like, yeah. Creepy, well, no, wasn't it like the laparoscopic shot of the tile? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You, you're like yeah, trying to figure like, out what the house. fuck am I looking at? And then you'd zoom out and you're like, oh, this is like a laparoscopic view of just a ceiling tile. I thought it was like, like the voice. I thought it was like yeah. Laura's throat or something. But my, my whole. Re- no, it seemed like it was like a burrow or something. And my whole reaction yeah. was like, oh, fuck you, David Lynch. Like you're just making some boring ass like thing that's existing in our day every life and making it super creepy and ultra disturbing for no fucking reason. Just God, I'll be I'm weirded out by ceiling tiles every time I look at them. <laughs> yes. Fuck you, David Lynch. Fuck you. Well, what Sounds was, about fuck normal. You, fuck, this is a fuck you, David Lynch podcast. That is exactly uh, what he was going for. Gross. So I know he's happy, but <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> anyway, screams. Yeah, so, why was so, he right there? Um, no fucking idea. <laughs> well, why? Eventually... I was going to say, eventually, we're going to have to get him some diapers because <laughs> it's like when the return comes, I mean, I hate to be like, oh, you just wait, because that's happening a lot here, obviously. But um, yeah, that's uh, I'll just uh, I'll lay down. You know, think about David Lynch. Yes. OK, good. Now, we, so let's put it like this. This episode was not directed by David Lynch. David Lynch directed the entirety of the return. Come on, baby. Yikes. All right. So we're in we're in for some good times then. Yeah. I think you're gonna love the return, Fuge. I really do. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, all they did was do a slow camera shot of an everyday item and it made I me think that, that, so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it made me very uncomfortable too. I uh I don't know, like I, I don't really have like a thing with, with holes, like those people trip trip. Typho phobia or whatever it's called, because I can look at things with holes, but that kind of made me almost think, okay, I could have like one of those fears now <laughs> with the ceiling tiles, like you said. But also, um, the what you said about taking an inanimate, in, uh, 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 mundane object. You're trying to say claustrophobia. And, and making it creepy is no, it's like. It's like we are f- afraid of like holes, little holes all over everything. Oh, oh, wait, that, that's that's a thing. Yeah, well, I wouldn't look it up if 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 you, I don't know. Go ahead, whatever you want. But yeah, it's called trypho or typho. Something oh, uh, trypophobia. Yeah. Fear of closely packed holes, like. <laughs> That's wow. odd. That is it's, uh, it's specific here. Or as I and call it, Lollapalooza. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, I think it's, I think it's really odd that Kelly knew what it was. 
Like, do, like, do you have this, or do you know someone who had? Like, it's like a honeycomb. Uh, no, like I think I, for some reason I I stumbled upon it. I don't. I really versions the don't site know. of a regular. Somebody was telling pattern. me about it, and I looked it up. Probably somebody was telling me about that they had that, and I was like, but but what I, what my comment here is is getting towards is that he um, I don't know with the technology that we have now he really kind of he really a hundred percent delves into that where he will take an inanimate object or his vision of things or how he wanted it to be or whatnot uh, and sort of like David Lynch is your ass like twenty. What was the year it came out, uh, Gunner? The, 19, the return? Oh, the return? 1883. No, wait, that was, was <laughs> three years ago. It was 18? 17? No. Yeah. 18, so, I mean, it's, we were, we're, we're in the 90s now, but now, you know, we're not, you know, what with our podcast is what we're doing is, you know, 90s. Uh, but, you know, it has that little feel of 50s, but you know, going into the return, it's like, okay, it's all super present, but he nice. uses a lot of cool technology, I think, and like new ways to make you think about the characters, which is really cool. So I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to that for you. And if yeah. you think that little thing is, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. It's going to be fun on a bun. All right. <laughs> All right. So Doc and Coop walk out of the station and Doc claims that uh, Leland will plead insanity and Coop looks pissed. Pick, why was Coop so pissed? I don't really know. Day two. He's like, are you trying to say it's okay to, to murder people? You know, like he, he, he was mad. He's like, you know, oh, he'll plead insanity, blah, blah. Then well, he should have think- taken the life of Jock, even though he was, you know, a baddie. That That's not his right. You know, he needed to be judged. Maybe properly. it's... And Dale is very by the book, like, when it comes to uh, his... his you know, well, I, you know it, he's got a history with 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 Leo. You know, they, they've all been friends with this guy for his entire life. So, you know, for him to snap because his daughter di- got died and murdered a guy, they're going to be way more quick to forgive him and be like, okay, like this is not who he is. Whereas Coop, he doesn't fucking know this guy. He just yeah. knows that he committed a murder. He's known him for like a couple of days, and he gave him a bad lead about a guy that used to live next door to him. Yeah, but maybe it's he's like invested in it, you know, and he really wants to see it get to the end, you know, with all the dreams and all the. Uh, Do you think Coop thinks Jacques Renault and and uh, Leo did it, or does he think that it was someone else? Because uh-huh. we've we've kind of been led down both paths. Well, he got he had the he had the J, you know, on the the Buddhist rock throw. So wait, um, do you think, think he's, maybe? Say, do you think he's mad because he killed the guy, or do you think he's mad because he killed his ability to get a clue out of it? Yeah, I think I think Coop's all about the mysticism. I think he's more upset because it fucked up his case than the murder. He don't think he cares about the murder as much. Well, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was gnarly, man. When he was, he was in the. Uh, 
casino and the and the and he was like, oh yeah, eh, talking about chicks and stuff. I was just like, eh, 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 eh. his mouth was all like slobby and. Oh, Renault. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was again. They're just taking a guy talking something totally normal and making it just completely revolting to you and, and disturbing. He is as blank as a fart. Yeah, he was our fan. He was our our fan, and now he's he's. No, I would say he's a, he was our fan, but he he followed us, right? He did. Yeah. No, he liked the show. He messaged yeah. me. So, all right. Well, uh, let's let's keep going here because the next scene is one of the better scenes in the episode. Andy stops Doc and asks him if he could take a sperm test. So, was this oh, the only reason he was there? Maybe. Was literally, literally just to set it up that Andy. Could yeah, I think this. so. That was the only reason he was there. <laughs> So I love that Doc just pulls a test tube out of his bag, like in case someone ever asks him for a sperm test, he has the vial in his well, bag. I, mean, I guess he would have a he would need a sample of. I know, mean, whatever, it's a standard specimen vial. Just happens <laughs> yeah. to be a specimen of of jizz. So why he would? But it's got to be like refrigerated. You can't just like. I mean, I guess you yeah. drive it there, but like he's got a jizz bag. Yeah, like, wouldn't you be like, come to my office later, borrower? Why would you be like, oh, yeah, just just let me go to the hospital first. Let me go to Donna's. Let me go, I mean, or to my house. He's always everywhere, like you said. So he's like, he's carrying that jizz around everywhere he goes. Well, he has a Peaks uh, jizz refrigerator in his Volvo in the car. (laughs) Maybe he's got a couple of ice packs in his med bag. I don't know. Then, of course, the worst thing that could happen to poor Andy, he runs into Lucy and he's holding the, the flesh world. Well, first of all, hold, hold on, hold on. Big, big lapse in police procedure to use uh, evidence to masturbate with. Not okay. Well, that yeah, might not like, be. That might be just one of the bottom. They did yeah. send oh. the entire run of Flesh World to the police station. So I'm sure he didn't take the one that was stuck to the ceiling. Okay. I'm just saying it seemed like he was using evidence to masturbate. That, yeah, but but also it's flesh world. I mean, like that's not really like. Well, bro, beggars can't be choosers. They didn't have the internet back then. He wasn't gonna go look at Pornhub on his phone. Yeah, yeah. Well, he probably hadn't have been getting any in a minute because she was mad at him. Well, there's yeah. like a J.C. Penny catalog or something. Yeah, at least. bro, like I don't know what you did in the '90s, but like the a Sears catalog did the job. <laughs> <laughs> or you know the uh, was it the Scrubs. horn department store? <laughs> the horns department. <laughs> the horns department. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! So, Cal, Lucy was kind of pissed at him. Would you be mad at Andy if you were Lucy and caught him with the flesh world going to the jerk off in the bathroom? I think that I think that you know maybe she's a little hormonal because of her state. Um, you know, and also she just seems sort of like, you know, one of those little prudish, you know, yeah. Yeah, she, so, <laughs> um, yeah. so here's my thing is I don't know that she's mad uh, that he was going to jerk it. I think that it's just very office inappropriate. Yeah. You don't jerk off in the bathroom at, at work. Like, why are you showing us your dildo? Yeah. I know. Lucy just handed this to me. This is a octopus pin. Ah, for tentacle porn. And it's gotcha. very, it's very, it's very 
I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. It's nothing to do with Limp? Needs, but my daughter's weird. And I would wonder if uh, no, if I Harry would that. look down on someone spanking about. it in the bathroom at work. If he, Harry would? Well, Harry's kind of the boss, right? Thing, it's at work, bro. I'm, look, masturbate wherever you want. Go in your car, life. maybe? Like, you, know, you want to masturbate in the living room, you want to masturbate in your garage, you want to masturbate, like, anywhere that's not, like, your roof and, and your neighbors can't see. Don't, you don't jerk off in the office, in the bathroom of a police station. <laughs> No, just fucking bad form. I mean, man. obviously he feels comfortable doing it too. He's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, and I wonder it. why. Don't here and get a boner, and you know, I'm get my boner now. <laughs> well, wait, wait, hold on. You say like you say that like it work to get a boner. They're they're very inconvenient most of the time. Like ninety five percent. That's all we ever wanted. About thirty percent of the boners I've ever actually had in my life. Seventy percent were involuntary or problematic. That's a good point. <laughs> Thank Especially you. Work, <laughs> I would say all of them at work have been problematic. Yeah, like it's not. It's, it's not even like you're thinking about like a breeze goes by the wrong way or your pants rub you just right, and you're like, Woo-hoo-hoo. and then <laughs> now you got a fucking problem and you can't get up and talk about your meeting. Like, look, like it's not. Uh, it's not like it's a work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can, I can, I can sympathize with you because. You know, I, I don't. I don't have mine on the outside. No, I just saying if if I did, I I don't know what I would do. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I I sympathize with you because yeah, like imagine if I know what it's like to have a, a stimulation. So it's like if I had mine on the outside, I would just be like ah. ah, ah. Say, like, imagine that's if your tits inflated every happens. time you got like a little bit aroused. <laughs> Be in a meeting and you're just like, just like, like how fucking annoying and obvious would well, that? Well, how can you bend over and like, you know, I gotta bend over and be like, hey guys, I feel like talk about this would be much more popular. The with productivity this month has been really low. You know, like, now with all this HR sensitivity stuff, do you think you could just walk around work with a boner and not get in trouble? Not, no, I feel like well, it's I mean, you're like, look, I didn't do this to myself. It just had a medical condition. I am, I am disabled. If you could get your doctor to write you a note that says you have involuntary <laughs> erections as part of a medical condition, then yeah, then they couldn't do anything. But I, I don't know what doctor's writing that note for you. Doc Hayward, of course. <laughs> And okay, so back to Hayward. He was asking Andy to masturbate in a police station. Like, dude, what what a weird ask. What a weird all of it. All of it was weird. I'm gonna sit in my car while you masturbate at work. Yeah, like all like couldn't he be like come by the office this weekend? Like what There's a hundred other ways to go about this. That yeah, I'll do you a solid. Here's a vial, bitch. Get it to me now. <laughs> I'm surprised I'll sit you didn't the car and Doc Hayward. You know what? Doc Doc Hayward runs this town. I, I'm Maybe half surprised. His in a wheelchair. But, he busted her kneecaps. He was like, "Bitch, what?" And now well, the odds were Hayward's gonna go grab one of those little fucking cone cups from the water cooler, hand it to Andy. All right, fill this up. I'll be in my car. <laughs> 
I could see that. All right, well, let's move on because next uh, we're we get the... we're still on the first scene. <laughs> I know, <we're> 20 minutes <laughs> in. It's a wonderful show, isn't it? It's wonderful. <laughs> All right, so next we get ready for Leo's competency hearing and uh, Leland's bail hearing. His, so, his, his, his what? So his competency hearing. His competency So then Andy bumps into someone and the tube rolls out, <laughs> which was awesome. Uh, and then he tells Coop that he bought new boots the previous day from Philip Gerard. And Why the they, hell were his pants so tight? And that they were like, this. How do you, how do you do police officer work when your pants are so tight? <laughs> I am really surprised his pants didn't split up his ass. I was waiting. Maybe I, mean, I know I've seen it before, but. So he bought the he same all, boots was, that uh, that Leo had. But pick, how did Andy buy those boots? Didn't he take the previous day off because? Dick Tremaine came to the the station. So how did Andy get those boots? That was the previous day. Um, he, PayPal. You think he showed up in the parking lot? Cash app. Cash app. Maybe he bought them previous to that day. No, well, but he said he got them yesterday. Time. Well, couldn't he have come? To oh, his he house? did. Doesn't the guy do house calls? I don't know, mm-hmm. but if Andy's okay to drink it at, door at to work, door. what's he gonna do at home? Look, he man, the doctor asked him to do it because he failed his sperm's test. Doctor's orders, uh, I guess. Flunked. That's, that's kind of a Have generic clue, though. Because uh, what? What? Have you ever taken a sperm's test? A sperm not, test? No. Not at I've, work. Yeah. I have not at work. No. No. Uh-uh. Never at work. <laughs> well, yeah. Actually, it's, I've yeah, never ever anywhere one. either. I've never done in a doctor's office either. <laughs> I mean, I've never, you know, tested it, but yeah. Like, that's not like a, yeah, it's weird. It's like, that's not, you should, though. I mean, like, we Why? Get, you know, our shit tested. You guys should get your shit it's, tested. It's only necessary if I'm trying to have children. If I'm not trying to have children, it's completely. But what about testicular cancer? Do you think that maybe, like, uh, observing. Do they make you do that for testicular like cancer? No, that's, you're not going to find out about testicular cancer by sperm count or maybe the sperm cell uh, i'm telling you the count uh, unless the count is literally a fertility thing if you're not trying to have children as long as you can jizz like you're (laughs) fine depends on the color and taste i think Uh, well, that's that change. I don't know. See, that's the thing. Like, if your if your if your jizz is colored, you might want to. Like, I was gonna say any out. any color other than white or off white to slightly yellowy. Like, go to the doctor immediately. Like, it's wrong. What do you want to cause the change of color? Well, I was I'm saying I like the color like, with like, you, you know. know like if you if your jizz comes out blue, that would be. <laughs> Medical attention. That would be a. <laughs> that's a problem. I think he has blue balls. I think that's what happens, right? Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. so let's wow. keep this. Let's try and get this train back on the track. So right. next, we see Ben Horn walking with one of his employees, and they find out some travel riders coming to Twin Peaks. Ben then enters his office, and Jean Renault is there. And uh, they show him the video of Audrey. Uh, Jean wants to double cross Blackie and become Ben's partner. And he wants Coop to bring him the money. So Fuchs, with so many bumbling fools in Twin Peaks, 
Do you think Jean is legit? He seems the most capable. He's pretty. He's pretty intense. He, he seems like one of the only people that's actually like playing all the angles correctly. <laughs> Everyone else just seems to be he's, playing all the angles, seems- but doing a shit job of it. He seems to be like, nah. I know what everyone's doing. I know all the motivators. I know all their dirt. And I'm just going to pluck those strings like a fucking concerto. I mean, he is Canadian. Is he the one that's supplying everyone with heroin? Yeah. So, yeah. Dude, this guy's got his hands in in everything, in all the pies. So, speaking of pie. Is it a real accent that he has? Or is it like a, I'm sorry, Gunnar. Is that a real accent? Well, yeah, yeah, he's really? Canadian. He's French Canadian. Is he okay? okay. Jean Renault. Sure. Well, like, Jean... dude, you totally breezed over. The no, city. I mean, as a real person, the actor guy. Oh no, that's Michael Parks. Oh, okay. He's a pretty big deal. He's in. He he's like Tarantino's favorite actor. He's in like. Ever mm-hmm. since, like, he's in a bunch of Tarantino movies. He's probably most famous for being the. Uh, um, the cop in uh, From Dust Till Dawn, and he reprised that role in. He played that role in like three different Tarantino movies, and he was the uh, he was the guy from Tusk. And you guys see Tusk? Oh um, my god! In, in Red yes, State, yeah, he was so in. He was the priest was... in Red State. He's, wait, 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 wait. he's the guy that turned Justin Long into the the uh, the walrus. Wow, I didn't, even, I didn't even catch that. I didn't even I catch that. Not catch that either. Yeah. I'm going to have yeah. to go back and. Yeah. Uh, God damn that movie. Tusk? Yeah. Such a great movie, though. Uh, no. It's... We, you, you, you watched the movie club, right? I did watch it. That's yeah. the reason I saw it. You're I, welcome. I, that was all me. I can't unsee that film. Oh, I think it's great. You like Tusk, Vic? Uh, I never watched it. What? <gasps> what you fucking telling me? It's a movie yeah. about podcasting. Like podcasting is like that's like the only podcast yeah, movie not, out there. That not about podcasting. That movie has podcasting as a as a pretext for what the film is actually. There's about. more like, podcasting in that movie than any. Name another. Name a movie that has more podcasting in it than that. That doesn't make the movie about podcasting. That just means it's his whole point that. was that he's a podcaster. He went to interview a guy. Yeah, for but that's not what the movie's about. The movie's about a well, it's about a fucking crazy German scientist who turns him into a goddamn walrus. He already gave the reveals. So it's not a spoiler, but like that's what it's about. It's not about him like doing podcasts. I, that's like a good chunk of the movie. It seemed a little that's uh, not, human that's not what it's about for me. As a podcaster, I say it's about Kevin podcasting. That that's like okay, and no, was, that's like saying totally Batman is about Wayne Enterprises and him being a CEO. Of course, that, that is, it's about this alter ego. Bruce Wayne is the star. CEO. The Karate Kid <laughs> is Johnny Lawrence. It's not Daniel Larusa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's um, pretty good. Well, speaking of pie, my segue twenty minutes ago. Uh, next, we go to Donna, who's having lunch with Harold Smith, and he's serving her alcohol. So, future, what's the worst offense? Serving a minor alcohol or reading <laughs> the dead person's <laughs> journal? Um, he's like, or lovers. 
You know, I don't know. Or the fact that he's trying to nail this 17-year-old girl. I was going to say, like, I'm pretty sure that was the, the part well, I was going to go with. Was that it's he not wanted, that he, he was, wanted to be with Laura because she was a cohort. Yeah, oh, like, he like, knew, like, like, you know? like high school kids drink. Like, like um, also, he's an they, adult giving alcohol to a minor. He can well, go to jail okay, for that. No, no, no. The problem is he's an adult giving alcohol to a minor with the intent to fuck him. That's where the issue really. Like How old do they really say that Harold yeah, is? Because if like, you're a dad and you give your kid a beer because you're just hanging out with them and you want your kid to have a beer, that's fine. If you're a dad and you give your kid a gin and tonic because you want to fuck them, that's a problem. <laughs> and by the way, who is Donna's dad? Well, that's not Doc my opinion. He runs this town. He can break <laughs> Harold Smith's kneecaps from the- uh, uh, <laughs> All I'm saying is context and intent play a very key role in whether I find that behavior inappropriate or not. <laughs> Pick, what's going I on with this episode? More casual. Uh. It's just it's a fun ride, man. We're we're a half hour in and we've barely scratched the five minute point in the show. Oh, and we God. have you know, trying to bang minors and jerking off at work and <laughs> this episode oh was, was rife with uh weird scenes and, and just awkward pretext. And, I, I don't know, man. and again, David Lynch neither wrote nor directed this show this episode. <laughs> There's just so much you can do. Like, we really have spirit. to make him happy. Let's do some weird shit in the beginning. Let's make him happy. All, all I know about this scene is that I want some of that rabbit chili. Rabbit chili or the uh, the pig cheese or whatever? Well, I don't know. The pig cheese I got to see, the rabbit chili was just a special on the menu, but it sounds good. And I feel like they probably got some good rabbit chili out in a town like that. Or, or, or... That brioche bread with yeah, butter. Uh, and, bread, you know, it was a baguette. Or baguette, that's right. Baguette with Dine-ass brie baguette. and butter. Mm. I don't need to the cheese pig. Can't go wrong. Bro, you your triple B sandwich can go fuck itself. All I know is I'm, I've been to Oregon now three or four times, and not once have I had huckleberry pie. I am told every time I'm there, it is not in season. Though I had huckleberry ice cream, which was the tits, as they say. What about smoked cheese pig? I have not had smoked cheese pig yet. Fuck. All right. Well, then I don't care. All right. I will find find a mold for a pig. Or I will find a a mold. I'll I'll find like a plastic thing. I'll mold it. And I will make it. You'll smoke happen. the cheese? To, to take the finest cheese you can, like, like we get some really good unpasteurized French cheese, like really fucking nice. And then uh, take it and smash it into like one of those Play-Doh extruders. <laughs> and then no. well, fucking get a tube <laughs> and you smash it, down, it into a, pour it in. Smash uh, it into a pig so for me. Yeah, let it harden up. Put it in the put it in the freezer. Yeah, boom. let it sit out Demolded. overnight. All right, can we stop talking about things hardening and in the town of Twin Peaks? <laughs> so, so, but no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The, the, the cheese Laura. pig is, is really just cheese. It's 
in the, in the shape of a pig, right? <laughs> yes. And it smokes. So yeah. that, that's not really, not really all that. I it's just smoke smoked, smoked cheese. cheese. It's smoked cheese, though. I don't know. Is it bacon flavored? We, we had this discussion. We're not sure if it's like pig flavored because it's, you know, like you know, bacon hickory smoked or some shit. But, but, but anyways, back to what the fuck are we talking about? Where are we in the We're talking episode? about dinner with Harold. And he talks about oh, yeah, yeah, okay. diary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's get back to Ben. Ben is t- talking to Coop. He shows Coop the tape and asks him to bring the money. Uh, we then go to Josie, who's come home. Uh, and uh, he, she, he's hugging Pete. And we find out that Catherine died in the fire. So, Fuge, what do you think about these two scenes, man? Um, Catherine dying in the fire, the Ben talking to Coop. We're kind of combined both these here. What's the more, what's the bigger scene here? Probably him talking to Coop, yeah. Mm, possibly. I mean, because this is where he's like setting him up to go basically get trapped. That's big. Yeah. I mean, you think uh, you think he's okay with uh, with Catherine dying? Uh-huh. I mean, how would you act, I guess, if your wife... Wait, who? Who, who was it? Pete, who told Finn? him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then Pete told uh, uh, told Josie uh, about Catherine's death. No, uh, Pete's, Pete's devastated. Pete's, Pete's a good man. That That's his wife. He's old school. What's happening to Kelly? Yeah, well, <laughs> Kelly is going in slow-mo. Yeah, he's trying she, to She went Twin Peaks. I know. Did you just go to the Red Room, Kel? I'm sorry. Welcome to Firecast. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 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 i my kid, my kid is on TikTok and using up all my freaking data crap. I don't know. Whatever. So I, I had a note over here that, um, like, I'm not sure if, um, fuck, like, uh, summer privileges. I'm not that parent. Sure, if Leland was more angry about the the shakedown that just happened to him, or like how meekly he he threw that chair across the room. Did you catch that? No, are you talking about Ben? Yeah, I'm sorry, Ben Horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I meant, Ben Horn. Uh, <laughs> I didn't notice face. how weak he threw yeah. it. Yeah, dude, he had this shakedown. He was all upset, and he just like like super limp wristedly like like chucked that chair across the room. And I really wasn't sure if he was mad about the shakedown or just how shittily he threw that chair. I think he was mad about how poorly he threw the chair. Well, when your peak fighting days is. West Side Stories in your yeah. dance fighting. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a jet, you're a jet. Or was he a shark? I don't remember. He was a jet. Him, was and, a jet. him and Jacoby were the two main jets. They were both jets. I didn't know if they were. I, I don't remember which side they were on. Why would I? All right. And then uh, Coop goes to Harry and tells him he needs a bookhouse boy and uh, is leaving Harry out of it. So... Uh, We'll get more on that later. Why do you but... think he pers- he's trying to protect Harry? Yeah, I think he just didn't want to get Harry involved. Dude, it's plausible liability. Him. Why would you get a cop involved in something? Not that in a bad way. Honestly, I think 
he didn't want law official there because everyone knows Harry is, is a the chief of police or whatever. Yeah, sheriff. sheriff. He's a very obvious person to have with you. Yeah. I was hoping they would have picked the the one teenage kid who hasn't been in any other episode. Oh, jo- John, yeah, James or Jim or at the end of the show. No, not James, but the other one. Justin. He had a J name, I remember. What about Snake? We haven't seen Snake in a while. He's not a bookhouse. He's not a bookhouse. Not a bookhouse, but that's right. Okay. Oh yeah, he's an yeah, he's the enemy. Need the need the guy who uh, broke up the 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 riot. Yeah, at the bar. Or Andy. Oh, yeah, Andy's not a bookhouse boy either, but he's sexy. All right, know. so then we go back to the double R, and an unknown person walks in requesting a booth, orders a burger. When the guy goes to the bathroom, Hank steals his wallet, which is awesome. So, pick why would Hank take the wallet? Because they're looking for the guy. Do you yeah, think so? Or do you think he just stole the guy's wallet? Well, I think he's a fucking criminal. You, you, skipped, you skipped the whole thing about uh, the, the EM Possumus coming to the... Well, we did. We talked oh, about that earlier. We talked yeah. about it earlier. Oh, okay. We got it. We got in between it, but... someone jerking off and someone trying to nail a, a, a team. Yeah, there was a lot of other stuff going on at the moment. That that <laughs> yeah, came. and then yeah. you talked about the secret it was glossed diary. Over. We haven't talked about, you skipped over the, the part where they were talking about the secret diary. Well, oh, yeah, I mentioned it. title of the episode. I mentioned it. I said, what was worse, the, the secret, reading the secret diary or giving alcohol to... Well, to Kel, uh, talk I, about I, the I secret think... diary. Well, I think there's just one thing I wanted to say about that scene. We can go back and then and then skip forward if you like. Sure, sure. Um, you know how he was saying, you know, it did seem like he was kind of trying to uh, not lure her into like a sexual type situation. But, it, you know, he was trying to kind of pick her brain because from, from what I gather, you know, he's heard a lot. He's like, oh, I've heard a lot about you. And she's like, oh, he he. And, but Laura, I'm sure, was very much like, oh, my friend Donna is great and blah, blah, blah. So he's finally meeting this person that, like, he's heard a lot about in the, from the friend that's dead. And he couldn't go to the funeral. So I'm sure he's, like, really interested in what, you know, she has to say. And he's, like, pulls out the diary. And he brought it up. He was like, oh, by the way, I have this secret diary that I left out, leave out, you know, whatever. But anyway, so... When you know he's Wait, you didn't think it was weird he's that he he like he knew the content of it, right? He knew it yeah. was in his diary. He'd read it before, so like he picked a passage that he knew was going to be fucked up, and then apologized for it because he like, was trying to nail Donna. He was trying to break her down yeah. with Laura's thoughts was, about her. He, was he's so a creepo. Fun. I don't really think that that I never really gathered that from his character. I always just thought. Well, maybe. I no, he's he was definitely off. a creeper. He's I would off. never drink anything that he poured for me. Kel, you're the girl of the group. I do would, you do you not see that from Harold? Do you think he's a nice, good, good guy, or is he just a creep? Well, I am sort of more of a compassionate type. You know, I I feel yeah, like look who your friends are. Kelly has podcast. woken up in several strange bedrooms, not knowing how she got there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I've always been really safe about like what I do and where I go, what I drink, especially because uh, 
I don't know. I've seen my friends get really stupid, and you know, I'm just like, oh, no. Uh, one I mean, time, she was I'm, hanging out with I'm Bill Cosby, and you know, just... yeah, that one time. No, I actually have been pretty lucky. Um, I've been pretty lucky, I could say. But as far as like, I feel like you know, I don't know, Harold's character. He's pretty intense. Like he's got these like bright blue eyes, and he's he's. You know, he's got all these crazy fears, right? So, you know, this is a very almost sacred time for him to have someone in his home, someone close to Laura, someone he really cared about who's gone. And now there's Donna is there. Donna's here, you know. So I feel like, you know, he thought, okay, so let me make this a little special. Okay, whatever, here's some wine. I don't feel like he was trying to be sexual until he said or lover. You know, he, he I like that 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 scene what he said there, you know. Um I found it the whole thing very predatory. And honestly, my whole vibe from this guy, I would be checking his freezer for body parts. There's a reason he doesn't leave that house. Yeah, he seems like he chops people <laughs> up. Like that that's the vibe I well, get from this dude. I, I don't know. I thought that was a interesting thing. Okay, now we, <laughs> well, now you we know, chopping people up is an interesting, quirky personality trait. It, it, it's what I Kelly looked for on Tinder. You know, when you said, I thought that, what was the thing on the IT crowd where he goes into this German guy's house and he was like, I, oh, want I know what that's what you're talking eat. about. He want to eat want you, you or whatever. Dinner, yeah. Happy for dinner. He's like, oh, he's like, well, what are we going to do now? They're like, let's. Play Battleship or whatever they did. I don't even know. Yeah, he's like, well, I don't want to eat you if you're, like, not okay with it. And they're like, oh. <laughs> that was, like, the funniest scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was in this uh, old horror flick. Um, the actor? Back the day. Yeah. The, Who, Harold? Yeah. Lenny Von Dolan. And uh, I, he creeped me out then, so he's always kind of gave me the creep vibe. Well, you know what? That that's means he's a great actor. Or he's he's too Harold. I don't even. He's know very uh, very distinguishable with those his eyes and stuff. His eyes are beautiful. Yeah, if you see him like today, he's still beautiful. I don't know. We all thought that Kevin Spacey was just an amazing guy that played uh, creepy people really well. Turned out that's just who he was. <laughs> Not By the way, I uh, I knew about Kevin Spacey years ago. A friend of mine, who I won't mention, um, worked with a guy who used, was working on, on a Kevin Spacey project. And uh, the guy was young in his 20s. Kevin Spacey said, hey, do you want to go see you 2 with me tonight? I got an extra ticket. And so he's like, sure, sure. And he said, like, Kevin Spacey, like, all right, I'll pick you up at 8. And then one of the guys working on the movie is like, you have to sleep with Kevin Spacey now. He's like, what? He goes, yeah, that's expected. Like, you accepted these tickets. You have to have sex with Kevin Spacey tonight. He goes, never sex with Kevin Spacey. And like, this was uh, like 2005. This was like earlier. This was early 2000s. So this was about 15 years before the Me Too of Kevin Spacey. So... Mm. Would, would you have sex with Kevin Spacey? That's gross, man. Not I mean, for a U2 but, I mean, it seems like Maybe Paul McCartney, but U2? Uh... Nah. Not fucking Kevin Spacey for a U2. <laughs> <laughs> no, U2 sucks. Nah, no, no chance. In excess? 
You know, you know who I would definitely sleep with Kevin Spacey for? In fact, while I'm sleeping with him, this is planned. Just, just be sure you uh, emphasize Spacey. Right in. No, no lube, no nothing, just By the way, do you notice? <laughs> Instrumental version, I found it. I need to find a way to stab you over the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to find a way. You guys walked into that one. All right, so back to the double R. Set it up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we go to Donna and Maddie at the double R. Uh, Donnie wants Donnie. Uh, Donna wants Maddie to help get the Donna. secret diary from Harold Smith. So, Fuge, what the hell's going on? What's going on with Donna? I, I, what What is this whole scene about? Is she double playing Harold Smith? Does she want to have sex with Harold Smith? Is I think Donna's confused about who she is. I think her life's all. You know, I think she's pissed at James. So she's going for like the first dude that with who? I, or, who? Who's she pissed at? Don't uh, say it. Don't uh, say it. The guy, no, the guy, no, the, no, no, no. With, with one of the book house boys. Uh, uh, Close enough. <laughs> um, so, you know, she's just going you for like, play the book house boys thing. What? The? Okay. That one? Uh, no. This podcast is going to be just you by the end of the episode. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see okay, what you no, did fuck. there. That one I walked into. I'll get it out. Fuck <laughs> out. Uh, and I just did yeah. that. No, no, I, I'll, I'll get. Yep, I'll, I'll get hit on that one. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> All right, I'll move on. I'll move on. Anyway. So the next uh, Harry goes to see Josie and she's dressed in lingerie and I don't know, man. It, do you like with that butt? I I don't know the English, uh, but do you like my sexy body? And then she like so kind of raped him. Fuge, did she you? It was like raping. Did you think that he trusted her? Yeah, he did. Well, I, you know, I don't know. I think he was just busy having sex. I think he was very hesitant. You could see the look on his face. Yeah, I, 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 really I really don't think like, he trusted her. But. There is a lot yeah. of almost sex in this episode. With what Harold and Donna, like, with Josie and Harry, with like, uh, I, uh, Andy in a test tube. <laughs> is any of it <laughs> romantic he, sex or is it all sex that's used as a weapon? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's all, none of it's really romantic, is it? Most sex no. is all for ulterior motives. Well, spe- uh, speaking uh, of romantic, I mean, after yeah. speaking of romantic, after we see that creepy also, Asian, guy, Asian guy looking wow. in the window. Hold on. Hold on. Sad statement about your love life, Pip. God damn. That, that <laughs> exactly. Wow. <laughs> I mean, damn. Can we, can we, can we back up? Like, wait, wait. What'd you say? Pick what I miss? Nothing. <laughs> I'm saying that all the sex in, in Twin Peaks seems really predatory. It's just like, well, all all sex is for like ulterior. I, I said, I said most sex. Is, no, I thought you said all. No, no. <laughs> well, well, 
Well, shit, that, that is a loveless man right there. Well, speaking Damn. of romance, after we see the creepy Asian guy looking in the window, we see the judge show up to talk to Lucy and Harry and bickety-bam, Dick Tremaine in the house. So Dick Tremaine shows up and he tries to give money to Lucy to take care of the problem. Class act all the way. Very romantic. That, that. I wish he had like the cigarette on the stem thing, like <laughs> as he was saying that. Like, oh, by the way, honey. I mean, I'm sorry, let me have my British accent. Oh, by the way, honey. <laughs> That's a British accent. It did not change that much, did it? <laughs> I, I, I could have done better if, like, you know, I actually had the cigarette thingy. That's what it was. If you were British. Kel, yeah. would, you, would you do the same thing to Dick that, uh, that uh, Lucy did? No, I would have taken my hands like this and pushed his ass out the door. If he didn't go all the way out the door, I would have run up, kicked him in the stomach, and kicked him out of the door. Somehow kicked him out of the door. Uh, oh, I, I like can't. Like, you know, I, I, I feel at that age that they are, that's not, I mean, Okay. Maybe, but he is maybe, a salesman I think the, the delivery at Horn's department store. <laughs> Delivery's off, and he's a douche, but, you know. She just yeah. ruined that 20% discount, though. Oh, God. I hate she that. had an inn like at Horn's department store. I, I like she how Kelly gives the, uh, the, the direction step-by-step the way that Lucy did. <laughs> That's like, true. I would grab him. I would take my hands. And then I would put him around his neck, mm-hmm. and then and I then I would his, I would sweep his leg down to the ground, knee the nuts, and then choke him out. Firm trying to give you money. It's a bit of an overreaction. Well, I mean, it's not like he pushed you on a flight of stairs. He just gave you an option. I think now. I think I think like I said, at their age, it's like take care of the problem it's like how old do you think they are i don't need you in their 30s or their 40s what do you think i mean she works at the you know uh, i would say she's 27 ish yeah late late 20s early 30s wait so you're mad that he offered to pay for it i feel like if it was you're mad because she doesn't need his money he, he was just a douche about no, it. No, I, yeah, he was. He's like, oh, just to take care of the problem. That, but that, look, I'm not saying he's in the right here, but that's just... The delivery was shit. And, and this is also oh, the first contact The first contact they've had since, you know, in she heard saying, her saying, hey, I'm pregnant. And then him saying, oh, take care <laughs> of the problem. Yeah, that not. last time they talked, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Can you see my Chicago Bear ring? I can see foot, your, your foot, foot, football started tonight. <laughs> by the way. Oh yeah, who won that game? Look, look I'm not no defending idea. this man's actions, but like, I hope the Cowboys he did the honorable Cowboys. thing. He offered to pay for it. Like, I don't know, are they like that's a the, Christian? Uh, that's the honorable thing. <laughs> uh, well, how about, I think I think what you should do is sort of like prep, like see how the female feels about it. You know, what are you thinking here? You. You know, no, the like, presumption what, what, is that that she didn't want it. 
Yeah, I think that that was more of what angered her was that, you know, there wasn't a, a uh, it, know, it seemed to me that they were there playing. wasn't an option of him having a child in his life. So he just wanted to just take care of the problem. Well, yeah. It's, it's a problem. Take care of it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's her decision. So. Yeah. And he was just giving her money if that was her decision. Well, yeah, I would have taken the money. All, all I'm saying and is I, you take the cash. If you decide to keep the kid, then you bought yourself a new dress. Take that 20% over to the store. There you <laughs> go. The Horns Department store. Yeah, it's a nice maternity clothes. Pregnant. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I just I just happened to have this $500. Uh, I'm going to yeah. spend it on she some She wants that 20%. Clothes. She wants a new dress. Make him pay for it. And you get a kid. Like, that's win-win. Look, all I'm saying is she did yeah. not really examine all her angles. She just wanted to be angry. Well, this is Lucy. Come on. And yeah, she's, she's not really a, Lucy's not really a forward thinker. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So next we go back to the uh, police station. I guess we're still at the police station. But Leland is brought before the judge. He calls him a decent man, sets a bail hero for the morning. So, Pick, do you think Leland's going to get a fair trial in Twin Peaks? Um, definitely gonna have a peer and by fair I mean like he's gonna get off in Twin Peaks right oh yeah yeah. he's gonna get off in Twin Peaks like Andy did (laughs) 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 Uh, I guess the question is would they I guess they did bring the judge out here right like yeah yeah. where are they gonna get a jury jury of their peers or is there no? Or is it a judgeless? That's a murder trial, right? Yeah, gotta have a jury for a murder trial. Yeah, oh, like already, everybody. He confessed. Is it just sentencing? It's really quick, though, too. Yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, but if he's, he's gonna. Like, he's gonna. Uh, he's gonna plead insanity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of. Where's Dos? Call, call call our lawyer. Yeah, uh, did, did, he, did he say that he would? He's like, oh, he's going to plead insanity, or he should. Like, what is his exact verbiage there? Do you know? I thought he said he's going to. Oh. I thought. Don't. I mean, I think so. I thought that's what they said. Mm, probably. I thought he said he's probably going to. I don't know. Ah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, so after uh, after Harry tells uh, Coop that everything's good for tonight, uh, we see, uh, well, Ben sees the Asian man at the counter paying in cash. And uh, Fuchs, uh, is Mr. Tajmaora, as they say it, is he the food critic? Or is the guy at the restaurant the food critic? Or no, it's no one, none of these people. The food critic. Or maybe, maybe the guy is the travel. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think any of them are the food critic. Do you None think that there will be a food critic? All, no. all rumors. I think it's all just a ruse. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe this is my Distract us from who really is. All right. So then let's get back to Josie, the Asian man uh, that we see is introduced as her cousin. Uh, she says Harry means nothing to her. So is that true, Kel? You think Harry really means nothing to Josie? Yep. Really? Wow. What about you, yeah, Fuge? Yeah, that's kind of what I, I really don't think she gives a shit about him. I Pick? think she 
playing him. No, nah, I think Josie really cares about him. No, of course, dude. She's she's shadier than a, a tree in Twin Peaks. This whole I, series, I, from then until now, after watching it like five times, I've never had anything but hate for Josie. Dude, I didn't like her in episode one. Right? Yeah, I've never liked her. Right, mm-hmm. right, right like, yeah, I'm like, I don't like Very this. Very fake and. And like I'm just gonna rely on my beauty and but and she's not good looking. What beauty? Not at all. Oh, I'm just saying. You know, I, I, I like, think you know, she was. They some men find way. them exotic. You know, Asian women exotic and yeah. Uh, you know, I'm me. I'm one of them. I got a thing for Asian ladies. She's not one of them. She's not Asian or she's not attractive. <laughs> not attractive. She's definitely no. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Like, bro, like that, that's one of my things. I, I, I'm a fan and she is not attractive. I don't find her attractive at all. I thought she was a dude. <laughs> In episode one, I thought she was a dude. Remember, that was my prediction is she was going to come out halfway through as being a guy. I think she is like a butch lesbian now. No. Her and Ann Hesh had a head. In real life? Yeah. Well, really? All right, well, now I like her a little more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Funny, funny. All right. uh, So then back at the roadhouse, we find out that Harry is the bookhouse boy. And that... uh, Surprise. (laughs) I know. Yeah. (laughs) What what gave that a a leather coat? He's like, is he here? He's like, (laughs) oh. This guy's right here. <laughs> he's like, what he's is? He's got two, two thumbs. thumbs <laughs> 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 that shit-eating smile. Fuck you. <laughs> you think Coop's pissed about it? He went out of his way. Oh, he was so into it. He's like, ah, Harry, you, you, you got me. Ah. Oh, buddy. Holy ah. <laughs> you fella. I wish Albert was. I want to see Albert's reaction to that scene. You know, they have commentary. Why did they not have commentary with Albert where you just sit there and Albert does commentary, making fun of everything that happens in Twin Peaks in character. Miguel Ferrar in character. I love it. They waited too long and now we'll never get that. All right, and then uh, the final, I believe it's the final scene, uh, Mr. Tajamora goes to visit Hank and uh, beats the crap out of him at the the I really enjoyed that scene. You know, I forgot about that scene. It's been a minute. I really enjoyed that scene. My mom was even like, let's watch let's watch Twin Peaks because we're going to have to need to watch Twin Peaks, you know? (laughs) Wink, wink, and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Lady, I know what's up. She likes, she's getting involved. But she gonna want to come on the podcast? No, she's no. Sorry, yeah, Future, we almost crazy. replaced you. No, but she <laughs> she was like <laughs> Can't have two virgins. You get two virgins in the same chat room. Who knows what could happen? I'm pretty sure two virgins is how you stop having virgins. <laughs> ah, exactly. But no, I just, I just, now that I've seen this again, I was like, yes, kick him. You know, I'm like yelling at the screen, like elbow drop his ass, you know, come on, come on. I was just, I was into it. I wanted Hank to just. So, so Pitt, could we, um, could we 
talk 25 minutes about uh, jerking off in the bathroom at work with Kel's mom on the podcast? Um, I would not. I don't it think would, I would either. It wouldn't stop you know, me. My, my <laughs> mom is, yeah, she's an interesting character because. Um, I don't know your mom. She, Maybe that's, she's into that. I don't know. <laughs> she, she, I wish her, Kel's mom was in here and then like five years from now you married Kelly and she'd be like, yeah, the first time I met. I met Future. He was talking about jerking off in a bathroom at work. <laughs> what a funny story of the wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's her speech at the rehearsal Hello? dinner. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> cool. Here's the thing. My side of the family. I'm be not like, Asian, yeah, though, so. That sounds about, yeah, sorry. Your, your chair kind of is like a bridal. Uh, a it, it's not a bridal thing, but it's definitely a plus. <laughs> Kelly likes Chinese food. Does that mean anything? It means she likes Chinese food. <laughs> I like how it... That's it. Her new nickname, Kung Pao Kelly. I don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, wait, wait. So, so do we, we, like, we cover the part where the judge does like a Norse prayer yet? I mean, we finished the episode. We kind of glossed yeah, okay. over it. Yeah. So, I, I think, yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, he was yeah, rad. My was notes were, were all jumbled. Sorry. That's yeah. I, I, so, wait, hold on a second. so the judge told like a Norse prayer so that we can meet in Valhalla, but like, that's not how the North. You can only go to Valhalla if you die in glorious battle. If you die any other way, you don't go to Valhalla. You go to hell. I guess maybe glorious battle would be that he killed the man that he assumed was his daughter's murderer. No, you have to. Die. I mean, the the rules are very clear on this. You have to die in battle. You have to be killed in oh, battle. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, like the the the, Val, the the Valhalla rules are like super super clear. You have to die in battle. Like it's not like I lived a glorious life, I fought many wars. Now I'm old and I die on my deathbed, and now I go to bed. No, if you die of old age or sickness or plague or famine or you go to hell. Like that's it. Right. Oh, like, okay. So if you're old and pl- plagued, you need to engage someone in battle. Yeah, you basically just yeah. need to go on a like. Fight me, So without giving anything away, pick is that foreshadowing anything? No, I didn't think so either. I just wanted no, to know. It's, it's super weird. I was like, you know what? I thought that chick would be really cool to like hang out with. Uh, shit, I can't remember his name right now. Um, the uh, red horse guy or whatever his name. Hawk. Is. Yeah. Do you think I her think and Hawk would make a cute couple? Hawk never. Yeah, I think that would be super cute. We never see Hawk with a with a lady friend, do we? Well, it's because he's very cool and, and cash about about his life. He's he's very mysterious. He's a very secondary character. So they don't really need to have much going on with him. You know who? Uh, you know who wasn't in this episode? Um, your mom, Nadine. Nadine. <laughs> No James in this episode, I don't think. Good. So why are you playing Well, no, they talk about it. Because I really him, want someone talk to about stare him. off to the side and like go like this. Just you. For like Just 20 minutes. You. 
Well, since James is in the episode, I'll give us a couple seconds of James singing. Hold on. So I I have a question again. Why were they having a uh, a lumber queen contest now? Again, another contest for young women in a town where there's multiple murders of young women. Yes! My mom said the same thing! Like, who is running the programming for this place? I just discovered that we have a uh, liver liver mush festival. In, is Stanley? <laughs> and my, I know. my my boss man, uh, his his daughter was Little Miss Liver. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Why? Well, I'll tell you oh, what. He, he said that. Wow. I, I started laughing. He like uttered the words. Here. My daughter was a Little Miss. <laughs> yeah, he said she was. In, he, she was in the Little Miss Liver Mush. Little Miss Liver Mush. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Pick and kill some little mush. Oh, liver mush. thing? Yep. It's uh, in Shelby. In September. Oh, yeah, in Shelby. Bro, I don't okay, even know I what the fuck liver mush is. You don't want to know. It's actually really good. And don't, I mean... It's, oh, it's, it's, it's liver, it's, head, it's, cornmeal, and spice. It's garbage parts. Got it. Uh, yeah, uh, and so... So his daughter was Little Miss Garbage Pig Parts. Cool. Awesome. You are what you eat. But but we we sort of like have this thing like, you know, you have this block of the shit and we can cut it off uh, in little increments. You know, you fry it up like fried bologna sandwich, put some Dukes on there and Dukes mayonnaise. And you could go to cool deep fried block of shit. Sounds great. Yeah, and it's like a staple there, and so uh, it takes oh, I get the it, but over. Staple foods aren't always. Good it is a weird food. thing. It is it's a weird gr- thing. I gross. have to say. Look, I eat a lot of gross stuff. I'm like, I'm not above it. Like, that just doesn't sound good. Yeah, since I, you said, never mind. I had a dude that, uh, <laughs> that tried to had never had it. Who was a runner for me last week and. Uh, he uh, we got liver mush, and he 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 didn't think it was that good. <laughs> was it better than gas station? Yeah. It's, it's uh, weird. It's yeah. like if you grow up there, I guess you just they give it to you and you eat it. Yeah, like if you're used to it, like in your life, I was like, <laughs> like have you ever have you ever tried Vegemite? Yes. It's a, it's a uh, I haven't, but I would. I've, yeah, I tried. I never have. Look, yeah, they love it. I think it's fucking gross, but but whatever. You know, uh, guinea pigs. Like some people have them as pets. Some people yeah. fucking eat them. People uh, eat guinea pigs. Oh my god! I'm so glad you said eat them because yeah, <laughs> no, some guinea people pig, fucking fuck no, guinea pig is a, a staple food in Peru. Oh really? I mean, yeah. of like it'd be the. Well, I mean, they are pretty, pretty. They do get kind of beefy. They're, it's called uh, kui. Uh, and, so yeah, I was down in Peru and I had it down there, and it was fucking disgusting. Like I have no desire to ever eat it again. <laughs> Go for it. Like, look, man, I'll eat. Have you ever, have you ever eaten one of those scorpion things? Like a, the they you know how they do like the chocolate dipped ants and stuff in, in China. Uh, I've done like, uh, uh, fried scorpion when I was in Thailand. That was really good. It tastes like soft shell crab. I uh, ate a cicada. I, I just pick a ants up randomly and eat them. <laughs> ants on a log. He actually puts <laughs> ants on the peanut butter. Wait, 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 wait. Celery. On. You said you ate a cicada? Fucking... 
Yeah, he's out there with did like. Did you say a, you I, ate a cicada? I did. Yeah. What? 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 Like a chocolate dip? No, I just. What? You I, just picked it up off the. Yeah. yeah. Were you hungry? Were you like stranded crunchy. in the woods? Like what I mean, the fuck? Needed some protein. It was crunchy. I mean, I guess it's food. And don't think I'd ever do it again. Now they have up. Uh, Wait, how old were you? I was uh, in between eighth grade and freshman year of high school that summer. Yeah, I got in trouble because I had. People were there daring you to do it? No, I was playing the outfield in baseball and one flew in front of my face. I just went, I don't know. I was a dopey. That's pretty hard. That's pretty hardcore, Gunner. You're just out there playing ball and you're like. Open, That's pretty I got in trouble because I, I had the entire camp eating ants at church camp. <laughs> oh, wait. This is a real story. You were literally just eating like ants off the ground. Did you get yeah, a straw and like uh, anteater that uh, shit? Uh, uh, I was, uh, okay, uh, eat, was, was it there, like, like a fucking chimpanzee with a stick like fishing Ew, them out of the mouth? Can you imagine mound? like the, the shit that's in your teeth after eating an ant? Like all these little. Oh, fucking, dude. But, no. Like, no, I had the whole camp like eating these damn things. <laughs> <laughs> And then they went home, and then I got in trouble for it because. Well, uh, yeah, of course. Was that before or after year you fucking... stuck your balls that, in the kids' face? Life, same, asshole. same year. Same, same year. year you stuck but your... before. <laughs> the future. You heard the story oh about God, Pig sticking dude. his balls in the kids' face? No, <laughs> I have not. But I'm going to right now. Tell me. Oh, my God. oh no, no! This is Twin Peaks podcast. It's over. We. we... <laughs> We already did the. All right. Well, no, I'm going to hear this story. It's going to happen. We can do it after the show. But first, before we hear about Pickle sticking his balls in some kid's face, Fuch. I'm not telling this story again. Fuch, what did we learn this episode and where are we in this show? Um, well, wasn't there a fight at the end? We just talked about the fight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna say, well, maybe you might land one of those hits if you didn't telegraph him from fucking space. <laughs> it's true. Is he really Josie's cousin? Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't know. They're the this. <laughs> this is how bad. Is you're like, I don't know. Fuck. They're the only two Asian people in Twin Peaks. They might be related. I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I feel like it's just shady shit, though. Shady shit. Yeah, well, and, like, they're both up to some shady shit. And they said they were related. That's really the clue, isn't it? Yeah. And they said they were family. That was my number one. Like, <laughs> they I, don't seem like they're very friendly, also, you know. they're not the they're, same just, they're not, like, yeah. I don't, what do you mean? I, I don't believe they're the same ethnicity. Like, like one's Chinese like and one's Korean? Yeah, only Future's going to catch that, though, with his... Love of Asian women? Perfect. <laughs> I, also, I also live in Jacksonville, Florida. It has a large Asian community here in my neighborhood. There's a Jolly Bee. I see a lot of Filipino, a lot of Asian people around, so I also can tell a difference between, like, uh, ethnicities of, of Asian people. I never try to assume that I know, but it does seem like the one guy looks kind of sort of Filipino-ish. Speaking of Jacksonville, I went to Waffle House this past weekend. It was glorious. Oh That's an odd segue. Speaking of Jacksonville or Florida, Florida Florida boy uh, got like over 600 like stings on his body from sticking his penis in a beehive. 
Nice. Was it at work That's in a like police station? Yeah, was he at the cops? Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, no, it's a Florida, so I don't know. Could could have been. So I was in uh, I was in Ohio, uh, Toledo, and within a, two miles of my hotel was a Waffle House, a Bob Evans, and a Bob's Big Boy. It was glorious. So uh, my father's a cardiologist. Do you want me to just book you an appointment right now? Or <laughs> I went to Waffle House. <laughs> I smother covered and chunked the crap out of those hash browns. My cool. God. Good deal. Delicious. Good deal. Smother covered and chunked. Last so time I had Waffle House, boom, Cocoa Beach. Who was I hanging oh, out with at Cocoa Beach? Uh, I was wondering uh, what, 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 what you meant by speaking of Jacksonville and Waffle House. I was like, hmm. Not sure That's how me. that works out. <laughs> like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but okay. Anyway, all right. So, do you so have any comments, Fuchs? About yeah, uh, I was just a little disappointed that um, you know when when the cousin came in and he started insulting all of the the townsfolk. You know, he called them hayseeds and manual laborers. How did he not make a crack about them all being sons of fishermen? They're literally fucking fishermen in that town. They missed out like, there. And we know we know the backlash of being a son of a fisherman in Korea. That is like the go-to insult for that community is to be the son of a fisherman. It's, it's the lowest of the low. And they're literally fishermen. The whole like and what, the thing is is that they oh, a lot of the times they're eating fish, so fish or they're drinking yeah. coffee made oh, with oh, fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're eating the fish. They're not the one that caught it. They're not the fisherman. That's the one they're, that you 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 applause. It's the man that catch the fish. No, nah, he he stinks he feeds, of fish he feeds and village. gut. No, mm-hmm. he is poor. Well. He smells of fish and gut. <laughs> son of fisherman. I would much rather be son of fisherman than son of lazy rich man. Was a son of a fisherman. I would. <laughs> I thought about that too earlier. Kidding. So, Fuge, any thought? Any more thoughts on this? This this Laura Palmer case? Any breaks? I don't care no, about Laura this, Palmer. I are we, are you done with Laura? Episode. I stopped caring about her like three episodes ago. I want to know what's going on with Amber. <laughs> with who? Oh, Andy. Oh, Andy. <laughs> I want to know what's about... going on with this damn weirdo. <laughs> like, I don't who do you care about? In his dumb sperm. The like... weirdo guy. The Robert that... guy or whatever. Cousin? Like, that's... No, the, oh, the guy that's, like, weirdly c- c- creeping over the couch and shit. Oh, that's, Bob? That's, that's, yeah. The... That, I think the scariest thing. Crouching like, Bob? What is that? Yeah, what, what is that? Where is... Crouching Bob, hidden from? shoe like, salesman? Mm. <laughs> we have you know. not been to the Red Room in a long time. His face... His face turned into an owl. What the hell was that? Yeah, you remember those uh, those smiling Bob commercials? Is this, this crouching Bob? <laughs> oh, all right, moving on. All right, guys. Well, hey, any uh, final thoughts? Anyone else on this episode? Can't wait to the next one. This one had Josie in it too much. All right, yeah. we are Love going, you guys. <laughs> we are going to end. With the instrumental. Now, Cal, is the instrumental version of this song better because it doesn't have oh. James singing? I think just the whole, like, I, I still hear it. 
I still hear it. <laughs> Do you, yeah. It's like when you lose a finger and you get the phantom finger itches. Yeah, like, dude, it doesn't matter that it's not there. It plays in my brain. Phantom limb. Yeah. Uh. All right, guys. Well, hey, next week we move on to episode five. We're going to go out on the instrumental because I found it and I'm excited. Pick. Give me some love for the instrumental, James. Nope. What? Yeah. Oh my god. No, it's not good. I think that my least favorite part is that bass line. Pick you're off the show. Who does that? I mean, is it literally like David Lynch is like trying to get like is that his Eddie Murphy's like party all the time? (laughs) I like the woodblock though. Like Rick James in the background going. <laughs> Woodblock. Alright guys, we love bell. you. We'll he see need, you next he week. Help. He needs more cowbell. What about Woodblock? Yeah. It needs more killing all the song. Alright guys, love you. We'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs> Oh, we get a whole river's worth of this song. I'm gonna...